First hat fact of the day, 556, 65, sorry, 565 confirmed COVID cases yesterday. That number went up from Sunday. Lagos alone had 205. Now, as usual, we're the state with the highest number of cases, followed by Rivers and then Ondo. You heard what the governor said when I was bringing you the updates at 3 o'clock. So, Lagos, please don't stop taking your precautions. Limit your movement. When you must go out to work or to buy essentials, wear a mask and keep your distance from people and wash and sanitize your hands as frequently as possible. My younger brother has finally gotten the vaccine in River State, so yay! <laughs> he sent me a picture and everything and I sent him his 20k. You know, he sent me like a picture when he was going and the health center and the card he was given and I saw the video of when the shot was entering his arm and as soon as I saw it, I gave him his alert and he's like, ah, how far is the second one? I said, have you got the second dose? <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy for him. Uh, I'm glad that he's protected from this virus and i'm hoping that you're the next one who's going to get protected from this virus as well second hard fact of the day voter registration is ongoing and you can register online go to cvr.inecnigeria.org so that you can get started look what's happening in zambia i think that that's a future that nigeria uh, could enjoy have a 59 year old as president have a 37 year old as governor you know have people who are in office who could represent uh, um, the ideals that the average Nigerian wants this country to uh, live up to. Third hard fact of the day, six million. That's how many Nigerians applied for the NPower program in Batch C. We heard that from Sadia Farouk, the Minister for Humanitarian Affairs. There are only one million slots available. So that means that um, only one in six applicants got in. She said that the program was expanded because of the high demand. Like I said, this is batch C, meaning that um, there have been two other batches before now, right? And I'm really curious about the impact of Empower so far. Are you one of the beneficiaries? Can you talk to me about it? Do you know somebody who has benefited from Empower? I'm wondering whether we should do a show about it even, you know? If you're a recipient, if you are an Empower recipient, I want to hear from you during the show at any time. Call me and tell me your experience with Empower. And just like Empower, Hard, uh, hard Facts serves one million people. That's why I always say that one million Lagosians cannot be wrong. And we are also growing. So thank you for making Hard Facts a part of your daily ritual. Whenever you call me and you say, I listen to you every day, I feel so happy. Because I do this for you every day. I research these stories every day just for you. So that I can break them down, give you the facts, give you the context, and you can form an informed opinion. As usual today, we're starting with the big three. Let's talk about terrorists attacking the Nigeria Defense Academy in Kaduna. Then we'll talk about the Akiti State Government evacuating students from the state uh, that were stranded in Plateau due to the security crisis there. And then let's talk about the EFCC's raid on Dorothy Bako's home. She's a former Big Brother Niger contestant. Lots of controversy about that. She claims that they broke into her house for no reason and then they came back in the night to intimidate her because she reported them online. They claim that uh, there were fraudsters in her house. So we're going to get into that story before the 4 o'clock business news. On Community You Report, Chikudi will be right here bringing you stories from your communities. And on the big hard fact, we'll talk about private citizens doing government's job. Last week, I told you about some Abuja women fixing their neighborhood road. We also have lots of estates here in Lagos doing similar things. And in a way, it's like citizens are creating their own local government. 
right? So let's let's talk about this phenomenon. Let's talk about its pros, its cons. Let's talk about whether some um, some form of restructuring is taking place at the local level and what needs to be done to streamline the process. I also want to hear from anybody who is very active in their estate association or any other organization that is taking on public works. So five o'clock, don't miss that conversation. That's when it will come your way. Uh, as usual, all the updates come your way at the top of every hour. We have just a, a minute coming your way at the end of the show. So listen to everything I say if you want to win. And then, of course, uh, Rufai will take the air from six o'clock. But yeah, let's get started with today's Big Three Lagos. I'm Sandra S. Zekwesili and these... Are your hard facts? The big on hard facts on ninety nine point three Nigeria Info. How will the military respond to the attack on the Defense Academy? Will more states follow Ekiti's example and evacuate indigents from hotspots? And why did the EFCC raid Dorothy Bakor's home? Those are your big three. Lagos, let's talk. The security architecture of the Nigerian Defense Academy was compromised early this morning by unknown gunmen. We lost two personnel and one was abducted. The NDA spokesperson said that, and that's our first story. The NDA, of course, is located in Kaduna. The spokesperson is Major Bashir Jajira. And according to him, these gunmen got into the complex by disguising as military men. He says they actually drove in through the main gate. And then they went to the officer's quarters and started shooting. That's how they killed two officers. Jajira claims that the shots alerted the other soldiers on base, but before they could get the, the terrorists, they'd escaped with one hostage who is also an officer. So two officers dead, one abducted from a military facility, from the military facility for training our officers. Lagos, the NDA is in Afaka town, in Igabi local government area. Afaka rings a bell, doesn't it? That's probably because of the Federal College of Forestry Mechanization, Afaka. That's the school where gunmen abducted 39 students in March. Do you remember? I've been to Afaka. Or actually, let me say I've driven through Afaka. It's on the road between the Kaduna Airport and Zaria. The school and the NDA are on the same road. They are within walking distance of each other. And if you remember, when the school was hit, I asked here on the Big Three... How come these terrorists were bold enough to strike a school so close to the NDA? And now they've attacked the NDA itself, so I guess I have my answer. The military says that they've launched an operation to catch the attackers and rescue the abducted officer. But the bigger question has to be, how was this allowed to happen in the first place, how could it be that terrorists were able to trick soldiers at the NDA into thinking that they were soldiers? I mean, shouldn't military personnel be able to spot an imposter? Were questions not asked? Were steps not taken to confirm that uh, they were one of theirs? 
to confirm what unit they were from. I mean, ordinary camouflage that you wear on the street. Soldiers will illegally beat you up for impersonation. Illegally beat you up. But now, the real impersonators have shown up. And then this raises the question about checkpoints. How effective are checkpoints? If armed terrorists could drive through the security gate of the Nigerian Defense Academy, how effective can we seriously expect the checkpoints out on the roads to be? If the military could not protect itself on its home turf, how safe should Nigerians feel? Let's talk Lagos 0700 993 993 993 993 993 Info FM. We've got Ngozi as our first caller on the line. Ngozi, welcome. Good afternoon. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, I'm speaking about the attack on the NDA facility in Kaduna. Mm. Sandra, for me, they said it has finished. So the country is just uh, finished. I don't know what is left with Nigeria. Honestly speaking, we are not full. I just killed their insiders aiding these guys. When we grant um, these guys amnesty, enroll them into the military, what are you? What do you expect? As a government, as a people, what do you expect? Definitely they are insiders working and giving these guys information. And those insiders are also within the military. Sandra. I don't know what else to say, but this is a clear eye-opener to every Nigerian out there that we are not safe. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ngozi, for calling us. 99.3, hello. Hello. How are you? What's your name? Nice, Mrs. Adeto Kumba on the line. Welcome. Go ahead. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. Mm. Sandra, I see this thing that is happening. I have said it time without number that our Nigerian people, leaders, they know what is happening. So why can't they go there? No more to kidnap the poor people because there is no money again. So they have to go to the who sent them. You will know that this thing, the informers are in that place and not the military then. Okay, look at now. After all these things, they will give them amnesty. Look at Bonari State, Boronu State. They are gathering the, the people that have slaughtered people, make many people. They don't have father. They don't have family again. Exist in the north. Now they are giving them amnesty. Sister, what do you expect? So this is small. This one now is small. Though. So let Nigerians know that something is happening. There is fire on the mountain. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Ditokumbo, for calling. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Yeah, good afternoon. My name is Chidi, calling from Ayobo. Can you speak up, please? Thank you. My name is Chidi, calling from Ayobo. Chidi, welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, as you can see, now it's now glaring to every uh, every Nigerian that Nandekano and Iboho is not the problem of Nigeria. Yes, for them to attack Nigerian, Nigerian defense 
academy uh, Kaduna, mm. you now know what is really happening in this country as far as i'm concerned we don't have security in this country i keep saying it this is my first time of calling but i i'm an ardent listener of your program thank you thank you very much for calling chidi and thank you so much for listening ardently 99.3 hello sorry about that call back if you can 99.3 hello thank you for calling what's your name good afternoon good afternoon welcome go ahead see it has happened you know that song. You go be careful. It don't happen. Me. I don't tell her. <laughs> it has happened. If if this can happen, that means the orgas at the top are involved. No, we we can't say that. We can't say that no, because no, no. we don't know one way or the other. You can't this prove it, so you can't it, say it. Uh-uh. You know the Nigerians are always saying we can't say that because we you can't, can't prove that. it. If you if you're going but to say down. something as heavy as that, you have to be able See. to prove it. Okay, Sandra, can I ask a question? Yes. Can you remember what uh, Abacha said? That video of if if something is going on, maybe terrorist. Uh, that thing has been debunked. Too. Abacha didn't say that thing. Okay, he didn't say that. Mm-mm. Now I believe if something is going on, assuming Abacha didn't say that. Mm. Now I believe if something is going on mm-hmm. in the country mm. and the government is not in, involved in it, mm. that should vanish within forty-eight hours. Okay. Now, putting it in another way, okay. if something is going wrong in a country mm-hmm. and the government is not involved in it, I bet it should vanish within 48 hours. How many years have they been fighting these people? They are all involved. Military? Is, is it possible? Look at it now. It's Just look, man. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. 99.3. Hello. 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 Oh, sorry. Call back. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Hello. 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 Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Good afternoon. This is Godwin calling from Amwada. Welcome, Godwin. See, let me tell you something. Mm. This Nigeria, our fans consigned, they know whatever is going on. Who is they? Who is they? Who is the they? Who who is they? I'm talking about the government, our leaders. Okay. They all know what is going on. Okay. Come on, wake up. Eh? Okay. Are you with me? I'm with you. I'm with you. Hmm? They all know what is going on. They know what's going on. Godwin says. All right. Let me go to WhatsApp and check out what's going on there. WhatsApp again. Like I said, is oh eight oh nine five nine seven five eight zero five. If you just tuned into the show, you're listening to Hard Facts, and I told you that the Nigerian Defense Academy, located in Kaduna, was attacked. Well, not attacked really. Um, it was. Um, we had terrorists who. Uh, snuck into the well they didn't even sneak in they drove in through the front door the spokesperson of the uh, nda major bashir said that these gunmen got into the complex by disguising as military men they drove in through the main gate they went to the officers quarters and they started shooting they killed two officers and they abducted one of the officers from a military facility the military facility for training our officers 
Military says they've launched uh, the, they've launched uh, an operation to catch the attackers and rescue the abducted officer. But Omar, the bigger question has to be, how was this allowed to happen to begin with? How could it be that terrorists were able to trick soldiers at the NDA into thinking that they were soldiers? How effective are checkpoints if armed terrorists could drive through the security gate of the Nigerian Defense Academy? WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. 080-959-75805. We're streaming on Facebook as well. Facebook is... Uh, Huh. Nigeria Info 99.3. YouTube is Nigeria Info FM. Augustine from Ilasa says, Sandra, it is a shame. Uh, Mark Chimera says, Sandra, we're finished. Maya from Aja says, a very short summary. Unknown gun gunmen enter NDA, the heart of a military college camp, disguised, in, disguised uh, into a military camp, kill two officers, abduct one. How did they drive out after shooting out loud to the hearing of other soldiers in the same camp? But they're still called bandits or unknown gunmen. Uh, unknown. Unknown. <laughs> I laugh at my hopelessness to have these people as leaders. All right, Mayor, thank you very much for your message. Uh, Madam, they were attacked. You are misleading us and stop defending them. Who am I defending? How am I misleading you? Eh? You didn't leave your name, though, but thank you very much. We've got Yusuf um, Awuta who says, Sandra, this is a sign. Um, what is playing in Afghanistan could begin to happen here. All right. Yusuf, thank you very much for sending us a message. Uh, we've got NTA from Egweda who says, I don't know why you're surprised about the attack of the NDA. It's not new. We are, are every sector. Mm -hmm. I'm trying my best to filter this message because I got a message yesterday that you were insulting uh, police and you push to stop insulting police. So I'm doing my best to filter the messages you're sending to me here so that I will not get another message. Um, here's this one. Uh, this one is called Bushmeat Don't Catch the Hunter. That's a message from Blessing in Surulere. Blessing, thank you very much for your message. Tolu from Agor Palaceway says, I'm glad to hear. No, now. Uh -uh. Hey. Okay, let me come back to the phone lines. I think people will be nicer on the phone lines. 99.3, hello. Hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? My name is Christopher. I'm calling from. Uh... Good to have you on the show. Go ahead. Uh, President Sanka, mm -hmm. there is a proverb we said in Benue Street. Mm -hmm. Where is lion when the antelope is touching his tail? Hmm. When, when an Nigeria army cannot protect their border, what about the common man on the street? Can you go to Bonnie Camp now and even try, even fly? Lizard cannot even pass through the gate. Talk place of Army Academy in Kaduna. <laughs> Tell the hand uh, beat the drum. Let the leg also dance it. But we pray that God will bring us out of it. Because I don't want to see it much. Okay. God bless us. Bless you as well. Thank you very much. Aking from Ilobogun State says, Who are the officers at the gate? How are they allowed to get in how were they tricked how are they able to escape we need to ask questions all right sandra how will i know you cook rice in your house without you telling me then i'll just come to your house and no car seat please help me uh with that smaller 
and no car seat please help me with that with that smaller is that is it that you cooked without you telling me it's not possible okay i don't know i think because you typed this message in a hurry you were not paying attention to what you were um, um typing but please um you know take a look at it again and, and then come back to, to me okay We've got a message from OC who says, Sandra, I am catching cold. Are you not catching cold? Please close for the day and go home. <laughs> OC, you're funny. Keno uh, says, action film. They never see anything. That's what you get when you grant amnesty and recruit terrorists into the military. Do you expect the recruited terrorists to kill their fellow unrestricted terrorists? Film just start. Keno with that message there. All right, let's take a look at more messages pouring in. Akin from Surulere says, it's a sad one, but Sandra, to be honest with you, soldiers kill Nigerians are the slightest issue. Harass, molest Nigerians. Uh, somebody called Teke Collings this morning to report a soldier beating a bus driver yesterday. So Nigerians won't feel sorry for them uh, when they are killed. It's just the truth, Sandra. All right, thank you very much for sending that message in. If you just joined us, I told you that um, terrorists attacked the Nigerian Defense Academy in Kaduna. Two officers were killed. One officer was abducted. We're going to take a break. When we come back from this break, let me tell you about um, one of uh, uh, the state governments doing its best to protect its people in uh, Plateau State. Yes, some states are evacuating their citizens. Why is that happening? How is that happening? We'll talk about that after this break. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. Don't go away. News and Sports Station. This is Nigeria Info. In the first story, we talked about the federal government's ability to protect citizens through the military. In our second story, let's talk about what one state government is doing. It's 29 minutes past three. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. This is the big three on hard facts. The Ekiti state government has evacuated 28 indigents from Plateau State. All 28 are students who the government says were stranded because of insecurity in the state. So the state government sent a team to get them home. They worked with security agencies to protect the convoy uh, on the road trip from Joss to Adwekiti. And now they're home. But here's what I'm wondering. Are we going to see more situations like this? Are we going to see more and more state governments taking steps to rescue their indigents from hotspots in other states? Because before now, this has not been something that state governments have had to be worried about. In fact, most people would say that this wouldn't even count as a job for states. Usually when you hear about citizens being rescued and evacuated, it's the national government evacuating them from another country. You don't hear stuff like this within a country between federating units. But here we are. And of course, this isn't the only example we've seen of uh, states taking more and more actions by themselves. Even the setting up of Amotekun uh, here in the southwest was because the state governments decided that um, they couldn't leave security in federal hands. 
Then we're also seeing the battle over VAT between um, River State and FIRS. Last year, we saw a lot of northern uh, governors in a dispute over Almagiris. They took action to relocate Almagiris back to their home states. So I'm, I'm, I'm watching all of this play out and I'm like, are we watching decentralization in action? Is that what's happening? Is this all part of restructuring through the back door? Speaking of which, you should really be here for our conversation at five o'clock. We're talking about private citizens and groups uh, taking over government duties in their localities. It's still the same principle at work here, really, if you think about it. In the same way that you shouldn't expect a state government to evacuate citizens, you should also not expect uh, uh, citizens to fix roads or to install transformers. Yet here we are. But back to Ekiti and Plateau. What do you think about this evacuation? Do you think other states will do the same thing for their indigents in different hotspots? What do you think this will mean for decentralization? Women call me on 01465-7190. Men call me on 0700-993-993-993. You can also share your thoughts via WhatsApp 080-959-75805. And yes, you can still talk about our first story if that's what you'd prefer to do. We've got Sergeant Gabriel on the line. Sergeant, good to have you on the show. Yeah. Um, see, Sandra. Hmm? I want to tell you something. Okay. You see, our our officers, our soldiers, our soldiers. Okay. I'm telling you because I'm an insider. Okay. Well, what do you mean? Nothing, what do you mean? If, they've sold the soldiers. Yes, sold the soldiers to the bandits, to the to the, to the, to the Boko boys. Okay. It it will not take. See, let me tell you. If Nigeria Army Commander said bandit Boko boys. That they are, they are, they don't want to see them within 24 hours. Mm. You're not going to hear anything about any anybody again. Boko boys and bandits. Okay. But they don't want us to work, and they are killing boys. They are killing us. Who who is they? Who who's who's they? Is that? Who is they? Number one. So who is killing oh. you, and who Boko, doesn't want oh. you to work? Okay. See what happened to NDA. Mm. See what happened to NDA. They are killing us, and they don't allow us to work. They they, they don't want us to work. How are they stopping you from working? Can you tell me? Shabi, if they direct, if they direct you to go, if they, they, they are the one to command now. So if they don't command, what are you going to do? Are you going to go alone? Okay. What is all this? So you're saying that they don't give you the right commands? They don't, they at all. At all. They don't want to know. Because if see, if Nigeria government come and said said they w- don't want to hear anything about Boko Boys again mm. or bandits mm. within twenty five hours, you're not going to hear them again. Again, who, who are they? How many of they? So, are you currently in service or have you left service? I'm in service. You're in service, okay? But you're in yes. Lagos at the moment. Yes. Okay. Have you served what at you the know? Have you Have you served at the front line? You said. Have you served on the front line? Yes. You have, okay. Yeah. And, yes. and you, tell me about your experience. You're saying that in your experience, they don't allow you to fight the bandits or the Boko Haram? When, when, we, when I traveled to Sudan, mm. you understand? Mm-hmm. We, are, we, are, we are one of the best soldiers. Okay. When they command, we know what to do at the front. 
Okay. But now they are not commanding. Or if they command you, is not commanding. What are you doing? What are you going to do? What kind of wrong commanding? Give me an example of a wrong command. Now, when maybe, 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 if they are they are Tommy Lambridge now, they will tell you they are, they are CMS. Hmm. Before you turn around CMS and come to Tommy Lambridge, hmm. they have they have oppressed you guys. Hmm. Do you know what why? Do you know why they do that? Has Has anybody told you why they do that to you? Sandra, Sandra, you're a Nigerian. Hmm. You see, the, all these politicians, they have sold us. They have, they have scattered Nigeria. They have scattered everywhere. What do you mean? Tell me what you mean. <laughs> you don't know what I mean? Tell me what you mean. You see, before, before soldiers, hmm. before soldiers, mm -hmm. don't follow politi politicians. But now, they, they have used money to, to blindfold everybody. Okay. All right, Sergeant Gabriel, thank you very much for calling. Let's take a few more thoughts. 99.3, hello. Hello. Is anybody there? All right, 99.3, hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? No, yeah, my name's sake. Is it your birthday oh, yet? Is it your birthday no, yet? No, my birthday is on Sunday. On Sunday. But I will celebrate it with Nigerian people on Friday. On Friday. Like, seriously. Hey, okay. All right, talk don't to me do, about today's big three. Don't do it. You're a shot. Like, you're a cake. Be for table. Sometimes you're a cake. This is our country. Yesterday, you brought up topic. I call, 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 call. Your, your neighbor, they pick, but you know, they transfer on to my to you. Mm, yeah, so that one is network. Mm. See, Sandra, nobody by renouncing swell, nobody to renounce swell. They renounce swell, nobody where where nobody you cosa. I don't know why they feel me so. Okay. Where person calls, when when somebody calls person, a person you have like a person mama calls person now. Nah. And the mama that go see renounce and say, ah, my picking no go happen to you again. No, we say on that person, come say a grand picking like when they renounce swell. We grand picking hand clean. I don't like the feminism. Okay. How person, how now, now, they then go for wear army, for a whole police army, they then wear most, they enter, they do the ones who then come outside. If nobody inform us, if no people, they inform them, how come this happens? Now, that one, be the first question, first, move the first answer, first. Then get informants who they inform them. Say, oh, yeah, come in the side, or send a rat to the inside, go tell rat to the outside, so yeah, come with food, don't do. Oh, yeah, nobody him. I don't know they get they know so they don't want to make our our children they go to university they give me them talk. Show you the film you say. Okay. If they, if they, if they, if they just know say they don't want to make our children go to university, they give me them talk. Maybe by the bandit or nobody. If now learn handwork, they make our children go, they go and learn that because number one, the rule is they learn is they then go to school where they go to finish self, no work. I don't like the female conversation. I don't know the person who goes to finish but at the end of the time they say you go to self your time, they do this car kid. That's why they advise all the old all the children they say, when I go learn work, our government is extended but they go and learn work. 
Nonya, thank you very much for calling. On face on YouTube, sorry, uh, Daniel Jacobs says, Sandra, we're tired of all of this mess. Uh, ESCC are not serious. And shame on the government and military. I thought they said that they were winning the war. Uh, Doc Jeff says, Sandra, I did my NYC program in that same NDA. I know the strict security in that place. They cannot enter there just like that. Something is fishy, Sandra. We're in serious hot soup. Doc Jeff, thank you very much. Uh, Mark Score says, so you got a message from the police that people should... Uh, no, it's not from police, so I didn't get a message from police, but I shall got a message. Thank you very much for your message. Let's go to our final story. Dorothy Bakor says, the EFCC broke into her home and victimized her. The EFCC says it was a legitimate raid. That dispute, Naimbi, our third story, so if you're watching on Facebook, we're showing you footage of what exactly transpired. Facebook is Nigeria Info uh, 99.3. We're also showing you on YouTube, Nigeria Info FM. We heard, uh, first of all, from Dorothy. She posted on Instagram yesterday. I'm showing you the video she posted as well. She said, quote, at 4.45 a.m., I heard a loud sound and voices followed after. I rushed out almost naked to see five fully armed EFCC men in my living room, and one of them saying oh now that big brother baby this in my confused state i'm trying to understand what in the hell was going on why did they break my door then one of them said they were looking for someone who ran into my estate and i should lock my door stay indoors and not say a word i'm shaking at this point and so confused because how exactly is this even okay still shaking i'm trying to close my already broken door when my sister screamed my name and i ran back upstairs to see my mom almost having a panic attack i've never felt so helpless in my whole life efcc you now break into people's houses and jump estate fences all in the name of doing your job shame on all of you end quote that's a message from dorothy bakor now, the EFCC has put out a counter statement, and I'll read that for you as well. It says, quote, the commission can confirm that operatives from the Lagos command of the commission acting on verified intelligence executed a search warrant at a block of flats located in the Lekki area of Lagos on Monday, 23rd August 2021, during which nine Internet fraud stars were fraud suspects were arrested. Ms. Bakor's apartment happened to be one of the flats in the building. EFCC operatives had knocked on her entrance door, identified themselves as being from the commission on a mission to execute a search warrant, but they were refused entry for several minutes by Bakor's sister. The operatives were left with no choice than to force their way in, lest suspects escape or destroy vital evidence. It is important to state that law-abiding citizens have no reason to refuse the execution of a validly obtained search warrant. And contrary to the information making the rounds on social media, Ms. Bako was not present during the operation, and the anti-EFCC stories about her coming out half-naked, among other fantastical details, appear to have been invented to fit the pattern that she and other internet field stars so desperately want to push about the EFCC. It is important to reiterate that nine alleged internet fraud suspects were apprehended in the block of flats housing Bakor's apartment, end quote. Huh. So let's look at this step by step. I hope you're watching the video on our live stream. Uh -huh. It's Nigeria Info 99.3. Uh, that's for Facebook. YouTube Nigeria Info FM. Several videos for you to, for you to look at. But uh, while you're doing that, let's look at this thing step by step. 
Notice that the EFCC is not saying that they arrested the suspects in Dorothy's flat. They're not saying that too. They're saying that they were caught in the block of flats. Meaning that they were in somebody else's flat. I need to point that out. Also, the EFCC is not accusing uh, Dorothy of anything officially. But this raises a question. If the EFCC was acting on quote-unquote verified intelligence, as they said, why was the search warrant for the entire block and not the specific flat or flats with the suspects? Let me explain what I mean. If the AFCC believes I'm a Yahoo girl and they have intel on me, they should be able to use that intel to trace me to my specific flat. Should they be given the power to search the flats of all my neighbors? Should the EFCC have the right to storm your home because your neighbor may be a fraudster? The EFCC says that they had a search warrant for the entire block of flats. If so, should the court be faulted here? Should the court not have insisted on a narrower search warrant to make sure that innocent people are not disturbed? And the story doesn't end there. Yesterday evening, Dorothy went on Instagram Live. She live-streamed a video that showed some men barging into her home. She claimed it was the EFCC officials and that they had come back to intimidate her because of her IG post. So far, no comment on that from the EFCC. Uh, here's what their spokesperson had to say. Quote, I have not seen the video and I cannot comment on what I am yet to see. I will get back to you when I see it. End quote. That spokesperson is Wilson Wajaring. Yes, if that name rings a bell, that's because I had him here on Hard Facts a few weeks ago. And back then, back then when he was on Hard Facts, I asked him about uh, hotel raids at the time. I asked him about hotel raids. I asked him about the growing reports that the EFCC is raiding hotel rooms indiscriminately. So recently, we've been hearing about more raids on hotels by the commission. What precisely is the aim of these raids? Is this a new tactic? There is no trend about raid on hotels. If you have a one-off, it can be a trend. The commission regularly embarks on operations targeting, targeted at internet fraudsters across the country. And such exercises affect a number of... Uh, other neighborhoods or business premises and private houses. Wherever those suspects are, we can go and take them. So the issue of raiding of hotels cannot be a trend. You're saying it's not a trend, but there have been complaints from hotel guests that EFCC agents entered their rooms uninvited, even though it turned out that they were not the suspects in question. For example, we heard from uh, Bjorn Stevens, she's a Nollywood filmmaker. She said two of your officers entered her room while she was asleep, and it turned out, of course, that she wasn't even a suspect. So, which, uh, which, may I ask you which hotel was she lodged? Well, she didn't mention, but it was right here in Lagos. And that, and that is what a legal person should ask for. If you are making an allegation that you were, you were uh, lodged in a hotel and people 
came there and convinced you. You should be able to tell people the hotel that you were lodging. Okay, so you're saying that an incident like that never happened? Which hotel now are we talking about? So are you saying that that incident never happened? That is what I'm asking you. If you say somebody made that allegation, you should be able to ask her which hotel are you talking about. Did your agents did any hotel that she's talking about? Did your agents raid any hotels th- uh, last week? We raided. We carried out an operation that affected the hotel, and after that operation, the commission issued a statement and explained what happened in that operation. I see. Now, the comment, the, comment the person you mentioned made. Hmm. She mentioned the hotel that we talked about. No, that's irrelevant. Um, it because is, is. no, no, no. Here, here's why. Here's it why it's irrelevant. No, if you say your home was raided, you should hmm. be able to specific address of where the raid was executed. The SEC is not the only agency fighting crime in this country. Any agency could have carried out as right. So we should know the hotel that she's talking about. Okay. Here's why that question is irrelevant. Which hotel is it? Which hotel isn't it? But that was a conversation a few a few weeks ago, maybe some months ago, with uh, Wilson Owajarin. The last thing I want to point out is something that the EFCC said about Dorothy Bako herself. They said that she was lying when she talked about being half-naked when they raided. In fact, they said that she wasn't even present in the house. And they said that um, she told that lie to, quote, fit the pattern that she and other internet-fueled stars so desperately want to push about the EFCC, end quote. Now, of course, it raises a question, doesn't it? If the EFCC had not entered Dorothy Bacall's house, would she have had a pattern to push? And when all is said and done, did the EFCC have a good reason to be in her flat? Legal, share your thoughts with me. 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. You can talk about all three stories or you can talk about one or two. It's your choice. Do you believe the... Tra- uh, do you believe the... Uh, EFCC's version of this story? What do you think about this story, period? Well, this is also why you should listen to us... Um, you know, throughout the day, because if you're not listening at five o'clock when most of our big interviews happen, you will miss out on conversations like the one that I had with the EFCC spokesperson. Amosa is in Unilag. Hi, Amosa, and welcome. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Go ahead. Yes, can I still um, talk about the the Defense Academy? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Please go ahead. Uh, all right. Thank you very much. So I'm a parliamentary security officer. Okay. Now. I quite understand what people are talking about. You know, we, the public, at times, when people say the, the military or the security architecture have failed the nations, I quite disagree with them. Okay. In my own private, in the, my own organization where I'm working, mm. people, they hardly comply with the rules and regulations. Okay. Now, one Mr. Sergeant called earlier, mm. and he made mention that the officers have failed our people. Mm. I quite agree with him also. Okay. Because when you are there at the gate, simple instruction people don't take. Which, where your face marks, people don't want to wear it. Some people want to beat you up. Now you find it difficult to, you know, to implement anything. If you go to military uh, barracks, police everywhere today now. Mm. Hardly can talk to three or two persons that will comply, go to bank. So now, in a situation like this, 
you will hardly execute anything. It's not as safe as securities. They don't know what they are doing. What is their own? Because of Nigeria, you kill yourself because people don't want to comply. Well, why would people not, uh, uh, you know, uh, do what they want to do? Somebody, because your brother is a general, your brother is in charge of one thing or the other, they will be wearing uh, military attires. What will you do? And when you complain, they will go and call their brother. In the presence of their the, the culprit, they will be insulting the officers before them. And that is why all these things is happening. It's not as if the militaries are not capable. Let outsiders come and attack Nigeria today. You will see what will happen. Many people have said it all. Nigeria, there's not everything has gone wrong now. And we need a serious restructuring. That is my little contribution. Thank you. Amusan, thank you very much for calling. We've got Paul on the line. Hello, Paul. How are you? Paul, in a better welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, good afternoon, President Sandra. Good afternoon. Welcome. Yeah, Sandra, under military training, okay, hmm. you see what happened. All the officers on duty should have been court martialed right now. Okay. Because if there is no insider, it is not possible. If it's not possible, Sandra, hear me. It is impossible for anybody to camouflage under any disguise and penetrate a whole defense academy. It's impossible. So there, is, there are insiders there that are working with this guy. And that, that, that means that the nation is in problem. Hello, Sandra. I'm here. Mm-hmm. The nation is in problem. It's very, very... Look, everybody has to sit up now. If they can penetrate Defense Academy, it means the, the seat of power is not also safe. Nigerians are not safe. This is the time the politicians, do who, those who we send to the House, as senators and House of Rep, should stand up and do something. There is danger. I'll go on an Akereka. Thank you. Paul, thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, ma'am. What's your name? Yeah, Mrs. Olu Ashola. Good to have you on the show. Go ahead. Yeah, the first story about the uh, Defense Academy. Mm. Yeah, all of us should concern. But my worry is uh, there's no comment from the presidency or president on this in another country a lot of uh, uh, action will be come out from the uh, the head of the country but nothing like that uh, I, 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 sorry i think we need to wake up and and tell the uh, president to wake up he must hold on to this country this country must be saved they must not allow bandits or Boko Haram. They have no power. But uh, we are, they are just uh, trying to look down on them. And it's not good for the country. This country must be saved. It's in their hand. The power is their hand. The money is their hand. They don't tell us how much they're spending on Boko Haram, on bandits, on, uh, on security. Instead, the innocent, innocent one are the one they are chasing around. Look at what happened to that lady, the one the EFCC went to uh, uh, her house in the night. 
And this one happened in academy in the night, one a.m. And they cannot catch anybody. The military, you know, a lot of uh, attacks has been going on in that uh, uh, Kaduna. And nothing has been done to that. And it still continues. May God be with us. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Olua Shola, for calling us and sharing your thoughts. All right, Lagos, we'll take a very quick break. We'll come back and go to social media for your comments. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. This is The Big Three on Hard Facts. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Your number one station for talk. Let's talk. I'm Sandra S. Zakwasili on Facebook. We've got um, Ngozi Chukwabasi who says, Sandra EFCC are lying. Harmony says, um, Asarok was also attacked by burglars. Remember, they broke into the house of the chief of staff. Ayodeji Oladele who says, the caller that said it's not possible to attack Nigeria Defense Academy, something that has happened already. Uzurumba Richard says, today it's NDA tomorrow. Ah, okay. I'm not going to take that comment, but thank you very much for taking the time to share it. Oladik Bukwa Ibrahim Tunde says, We urge the soldiers to remain calm and law-abiding and go about their legitimate duty without fear of molestation as normalcy will be restored at the affected area. We, the civilians, are on top of the matter to bring the perpetrators to book. Oladik Bukwa with jokes there. Abel Udo Abasi, uh, Judah says, uh, The rate of insecurity has become something else. Is there no law in the country that... That EFCC can just uh, barge into somebody's house in the name of arresting fraudsters. I don't think it's lawful. Well, they say they had a, a warrant, uh, but of course, again, which is why I was asking the question: uh, Did the warrant? Wh- why did the warrant uh, not try to be a bit more targeted? Why did the warrant give them the power to search the entire block of flats? I mean, how would you feel if you were in your house in the night at 4 a.m. and some man in a red jacket is busting in, or woman in a red jacket is busting in and shouting EFCC? I'm looking for fraud stars you know simply because your neighbor could be a fraudster you know what i'm saying we've got uh, joseph john Oluwagbemi who says hey wahala don boss if this can happen to a whole nda what's the hope of the common man one of the results of recruiting unrepentant uh, terrorists uh, into our gallant military all right all right, let's take a look at WhatsApp and see the messages on WhatsApp. Wow, we've got lots of messages on social media today. Like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay, here is this one um, from Philip in Yaba who says, I guess they spoke um, language and they, were, they, and they did not have uh, dreadlocks or have tattoos. These are probably the reasons why they were let in. Tosin uh, Ade Bambo says, It's your duty to correct your callers when they come up with unverifiable information. Where did they get the information that the Nigerian army recruited members of the armed group into the Nigerian army? That's uh, Tosin Ade Bambo from Mowe with that message there. Tosin, thank you for sending us a message. Olayori says, um, if NDA can be attacked and raided successfully, it shows that no part of the country is safe. Uh, we lack intelligence. All right. Timothy from Ikeja says, believe me or not, there's no part of this country that cannot be attacked. Just mention one place in Nigeria that is safe. Sandra, I'll tell you how easy it is to be attacked. The architect Samson Akinyemi says, Sandra, we're finished though. According to the release from NDA, they said that the personnel in charge of CCTV were asleep when the bandits attacked. You can imagine. 
All right. Thank you very much for your message. Uh, Mr. Godwin SGL says, President Sandra, seriously concerning the incident that took place at the defense headquarters in Kaduna, especially by, especially being taken away, uh, or what? Especially the part where they took away a military officer, there should be a very strong and healthy question uh, being asked uh, to the Nigerian military personnel. All right, Mr. Godwin, it's a really long message. Unfortunately, I don't have the time to take all of it. I'll bring you business news. Some of these stories will make their way to other shows. So I'm sure uh, Sharif will probably look at this tomorrow on the morning crossfire because it's a really big deal to have terrorists get into Nigeria's Defense Academy. That's the place where we train our defense staff, right? Okay, let's bring you business news. After the business news, we'll bring you Community You Report. After Community You Report, we'll bring you the big hard fact where we'll talk about citizens who seem to be doing the work of government.